welcome to our podcast. Andrew, do you want to tell everybody a little bit about what we're talking about today? Um, yeah, we're just going to touch on the um, retreat with Married at First Sight, see how the couples are getting on and where some have fallen down and perhaps where some have grown over the past week um, and give our insight into where we feel that the relationships are heading. Yeah, so to me, it pretty much looked like the retreat from hell. Number yeah. one, it was very grey and wet and it just had a quite a claustrophobic feel by the end, didn't it? But we'll start from the beginning and, and kind of go back to how how it all began. Yeah. So um, the big surprise, obviously, was Ella returning. Once everybody else had arrived at the retreat, got settled in, Ella returned with her new partner, JJ. That was greeted with kind of a, a fairly muted response, generally, I felt. It it wasn't the warmest of of welcomes to the couple. What did you think? I think it was a mixed bag, wasn't it? I think um, Ella was probably more embraced by the group because they'd seen her journey and how difficult it had been with Nathaniel. Um, the new the new girls perhaps weren't weren't quite the same purely for the fact that they hadn't seen that. Um, JJ, there was a little bit more skepticism around, but. You know they've they've come into the experiment. I think one of the things why people struggled with it, and you know I think we touched on it last week, was purely down to the fact that it it unnerves everybody's relationship because if people feel well, if it doesn't work, we can always pick another. Then all of a sudden, it makes everybody feel quite vulnerable in the relationship. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Although we did see it, we did see people being vocal about their feelings on it, and you know to be fair, I agreed with some of them. Yeah, how did you see um, Ella? She was quite different, wasn't she? She was very much herself. She was relaxed. She actually had a kind of a glow about her. So it was nice to to see her. Did you feel she seemed genuinely happy? I think she did. I think there's always a thing with TV shows that is it because they want still the TV limelight or is it that they're actually interested in the relationship? I think Ella looked a different person. We both said over the past few weeks that slowly her sparkle's gone out um, and a flame has been, has been, has been disappearing. Whereas she did seem that vibrant person who's yeah got opinions, quite self-confident. She'd been through a lot in her life to get to that point. And it wasn't being squashed now. It was almost being encouraged through JJ. So I do think it's a, it, it's a strong, it could be a strong match moving forward, depending if, if they grow as a couple. And how do you feel about them coming back to marriage at first sight as a dating at first sight? Because I think that was the problem a few of them had. It was like, we've made this commitment. You've just fancied each other. You've been a little bit underhand. Now you're back on the show. Do you think there's much to be learned from the from the experts giving their yeah. opinions on this new relationship? I don't. I, I personally don't think it should have happened. I think it's no surprise it did. We we were second guessing that last week. But um, the married at first sight experiment is based upon being matched together and then taking a journey and not being matched directly as what they perhaps as we see in the industry. People wanting this all singing, all dancing, six foot two, everything else, coupled with the personality, coupled with the interests, it becomes an unrealistic expectation. So I think if they did feel that it was time to go, then it should have been time to go, because as I say, I think it just discombobulates the whole group, really, into thinking, well, am I securing this? Is my partner suddenly going to disappear? So for me, 
personally, I don't think they should have been allowed back in for the sake of entertainment. Right, okay. So Jordan and Erica, fairly new couple, they've been pretty vocal on how they feel about everything. Um, (laughs) They're very confident. They're super happy together. They seem so far to have a great connection. I feel as though Jordan in particular has had the wonderful gift of growing up feeling that everybody wants to see and hear him, which is such a gift. And um, he wants to give his opinion on everything. And I actually think a lot of the time his opinion is very valid, very clear. He's got a strong moral code and he's very much, this is right, this is wrong. This is acceptable. This is not acceptable. And he wants to voice that. He's not aggressive or confrontational, I don't feel. He just wants to voice how he feels about things. The rest of the group are really not buying into this at all. And it's almost as though they're treating him like the annoying little brother that wants to keep speaking up. But I actually feel that a lot of what he says does have some value. Yeah, I agree. I think I think his moral code is very strong. And actually, when I listen to what he's saying, I actually align myself with a certain amount of it. I think where he goes wrong, it's it's not what he's saying, it's how he's saying it and what environment he's saying it in. Uh, I think he almost like waits until he's got the crowd and then throw, throws it out there at that point, some of the time, not all the time, whereas opposed to maybe just taking somebody to one side and having it on a one-to-one level, that becomes not showcasing or showboating, it's actually concerned. So I think if you dialed that in a little bit and perhaps spoke to couples individually or you know raised his concerns, but I do agree, he becomes the villain of the show very quickly, purely for the fact that people think, well, you've only been here two minutes. Just because you've been there two minutes doesn't mean that your opinion's not valid. And it doesn't mean that your morals aren't valid and the way in which you see life isn't valid. So, you know, it's not whoever's been here the longest wins out I think is is correct in a lot of what he says and I do agree and I think you know both of both of him and Erica are relatively confident that they're setting the ways and also I think is protecting Erica because Erica's had a tough time of people jumping on her very quickly and making very strong opinions about her from early on and to me is being a good partner and making sure he's got a back at times as well. Yeah, I, like I do think at times they can stir a little bit. If I'm honest, I think they like they, they like to they like to poke poke the bear now and again just to um, see what reaction they get. Yeah, I feel um, Erica's definitely had a hard time, as you said, because the moment she arrived, a couple of the girls had kind of rounded on her for no apparent reason. Obviously, we don't see everything that goes on, but it really felt as though they were just very, very quickly wanting to tell her, you're not going to come in here and be the alpha female. So it's great that she's had Jordan, because I think without that strong relationship, her time would have been really quite difficult. She wasn't really given a chance. But the great thing is she doesn't care. She's still giving her opinion. She's still speaking up. She's still very happy in her relationship. Yeah, yeah. And that's a strong relationship. And I think that works for them. I just think across the whole of the the group, Sometimes you have to ask yourself, is my opinion at this moment going to be a positive way to put it across mm. or is it is it point scoring? And I feel at times it can be point scoring, not not pro, not productive to, to, to relationships, but they're not the experts, are they? So at the end of the day, it is just an opinion. Yeah. So Peggy and George, 
Now, mm. this relationship is starting to bug me a little bit now because we keep being told everything's good, everything's great with us, but the connection just seems to be getting less and less likely of developing into anything stronger. I'm not sure what I think about how Peggy feels about George. It's very much what's wrong with him, what are the things that unsettle her, and yet when she talks about the relationship at a commitment ceremony or whether she, when she feels she has to defend it, she's very much, we're all good, everything's great, we're getting stronger. And yet it really doesn't feel that way. So I'm starting to wonder, is this a case of being here and wanting to stay on the show? Or is it a case of really wanting to build a relationship with George? Yeah, I agree. I think... I don't see any chemistry between them. I think the the worlds apart from where they want everything George does or has interest in is something that she finds wrong in in the main. Um, you know, he's got his gaming, fair enough, uh, with his baguettes and whatever else is is doing. You know, he's already said what after week one that he can stop doing that and he wouldn't continue if it made her feel uncomfortable. So for me, that's kind of done and dusted unless. He, he continues to do, which at the minute he can't. Um, yeah, it, it, it kind of feels like she wants to stay for the exposure and not for the relationship she's in, um, certainly at the minute. And I think, I, think it will, I think it will fizzle out because I think George is now getting to the point where he's, he's had enough of it. I mean, he was always quite vocal. He's, he's silenced himself in certain situations, is, is following Peggy's lead on what she wants to expect. And... You know, just because you're different, just because you've got different interests doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It perhaps means that you're in the wrong relationship. And I think that's probably where they're at. But um, we'll see. We'll see what happens moving forward. And again, everybody's had issues with with George. Apparently, nobody really likes him in the experiment. Um, he's a big character. Um, but I can't see that traveling much further forward, if I'm honest now. Um, I'll be amazed. I think they'll get through this next commitment ceremony, but the one afterwards, I think, might be when the wheels fall off. Yeah, I mean, I might be missing something with George, but he seems to be pretty polite, seems to take things on board, seems to try to talk to the group really rationally. You know, he's he has been a lad. Yeah. He likes what he likes, but Peggy's making him sound like this complete freak half the time. And he's still sitting there and taking it in quite a dignified manner. And I'm just not, she's she's looking quite fed up. And as they say, she doesn't look happy. I'm just feeling this one really fizzling out. So we'll see what happens. But um, interestingly, Peggy was on Take Me Out, looking yes. completely different. Have you seen? I haven't seen it, That's actually. A, I didn't look at the Yeah, so... Right. dark long dark very very dark hair completely different um so you, it just makes you wonder I like Peggy but is this part of a game plan to be on dating shows and to somehow become a celebrity maybe not maybe I'm completely wrong but this passive right. aggressive attitude towards George and yet proclaiming that everything's great it just is not adding up for me no and I think I think George has changed most things to be what Peggy wants but Peggy's not making the same concessions. Obviously, we hear every every episode that that sort of sexuality of a relationship is incredibly important to George, and there's been zero 
Yeah. And all of a sudden, I think that's especially after seeing his friend at the uh, at the family when the families came over to see them. I think that came to the surface of everything is compromised on without getting any sort of compromise back. Um, so, and if there's no sexual attraction, that's equally fine. Let them know and move on and find somebody you are sexually attracted to. Um, but I do feel there's a little bit of stringing along for George at the minute, purely for the fact to stay on the show for Peggy. So we'll see if George breaks his silence, which I think he will at the commitment ceremony. Yeah. And the thing is, when you meet somebody, they're not not everything about them is going to necessarily be in line with what you like to do or what you believe is right or wrong. And so you have to make a decision. Do you feel strongly enough about this person? Do you find the things that are slightly disagreeable about them to you bearable? Are they saying they'll change them? Are they comfortable with changing them? But you can't just continually tell somebody that they're that they've got so many things wrong with them because eventually no. you'll you'll put out their light and you put out your own light and, and what are you left with? So um, I'm really yeah. hoping that comes to an end very quickly. So yeah. Mark and Sean, we really, really liked them last week and we could see lots of positive things. This week there was a bit of a blip because there was a game called Stick or Twist. And Sean said, well, there's no one here for me to twist with, so I'll stick. <laughs> Which yeah, I think, Not the best comment. <laughs> and he explained it afterwards as in the real world, if a relationship isn't developing as fast as he wants to, he'll probably just move on. And this relationship, although there's a connection, it isn't necessarily super passionate or super intimate. So he was just kind of saying, this is breaking my normal pattern of behavior which is a good thing but of yeah. course for mark who is a little bit insecure anyway hearing well i'll stick but only because there's nobody for me to twist with was very upsetting did you yeah. understand where sean was coming from or not I, you know what with sean i think part of it is i think he's he's gone in down a rabbit hole of thinking I can't hurt Mark because I know Mark's really vulnerable. So he's almost, we saw it last week, we've seen it again, where he's almost preempting the end of it to try and manage Sean's expectations, sorry, um, Mark's expectations. And I think it, he just needs to step back and sort of think, things are going well right now. So for the time being, I'm happy with where I am. <laughs> Excuse me. So I think with, 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 Sean, he's starting to try and manage manage the relationship more than he needs to at this early stage. It's about exploring each other, exploring each other's likes, dislikes. And they've got so much in common. You know, you've got Mark who likes to be looked after and nurtured and cared for. And Sean loves to do that. So focus on that side of the relationship and let the relationship develop before you preempt the end. And, you know, it's only going to play to mark's insecurities by saying something like that so i think if somebody said to me would you stick or twist well it'd be simple it would be yeah sticking you know i'm absolutely happy if you're saying that you might twist if there was something better that comes along that's really dangerous and obviously i know we'll discuss later with luke and jay similar things there so i just think focus on who you're with focus on their needs focus on your needs see if you meet in the middle but don't overanalyze things at this early stage because they've only been there a week, haven't they? They haven't even been there for the four or five weeks that, that the rest have been. So, yeah, it was a strange one, to be fair. And I know, in to be fair, 
in Sean's mind, it made a lot of sense. But when it came out, it really didn't make that much sense at all. The question is, how honest should you be, I suppose? Because that was just a very, very honest answer for him. Yeah. It hasn't quite reached where I want to go. Normally, I would run, but there's nowhere for me to run to. So this is yeah. good. I'm going to work on it. But maybe was that was just a bit honest. too much honesty, although I love honesty. It, honesty, it was honest, but perhaps lacked emotional intelligence. Mm. I think if they'd been paired together, then it would have come across differently, saying, well, look, at the minute... I'm happy at stick. We're early days, so who knows? And the stick or twist isn't really relevant because there's not another partner to come in. But right now, I would stick because things are going well. And that kind of explains it, but doesn't sort of hit poor old uh, Mark with the sledgehammer as if to say, well, if there was somebody else, I could compare and see. And, uh, you know, that, that, that doesn't work. But I think what he was saying is normally I don't get over it, over it. Once things start to get serious, I run because I'm scared. That's perhaps what he was trying to say, but yeah, it, it did kind of come across. But So talking about honesty, what one moment I absolutely love about Mark that we haven't mentioned it was um, when they first appeared and he was asked his age and he said 26. And yeah. afterwards he said, he said, actually, I'm 36. I don't know why that just shot out. <laughs> we all have celebrity ages. So I think we all want to do that sometimes. So we would just block an age from somewhere and then we're like, oh my God, why did I just say that? Yeah. It was. And I think it's just his insecurity, isn't it? Of yeah. thinking, oh, will it like me as, you know, as, as who I am at the age I am, or do I need to invent something? But I think I think they'll settle down and I think they'll grow, grow stronger and stronger, if I'm honest. I think they're both committed to it. And, um, yeah, I still I still think Mark and Sean will will finish well. I don't I don't think they'll fall by the wayside just yet, if I'm honest. Yeah. So let's keep our fingers crossed for them. I, I do think they're a very cute couple. And yeah. also when Mark explained why he said he was 26, not 36, because he wasn't where he wanted to be in life. I could yeah. kind of I could kind of understand that as well. I think if anybody hits you with a direct question and knocks you off balance, who knows what's going to shoot out of your mouth? So I thought that was just a great example of somebody just going into complete panic, uh, but then yeah, admitting it afterwards and saying, "Now I feel really silly, but you know this is what I did." So good for him yeah. for, yeah, for coming clean. Yeah. Good for him for coming. Yeah. Clean. Yeah. So um, Jay and Luke, obviously, mm. we've thought that this is some kind of match made in heaven. Everything's wonderful. We then started to see a few red flags with a difference between temperament, let's say. And then yes. at the retreat, again, is this a case of just being too honest where Luke is saying, look, Jay's so laid back and so relaxed. I feel like I could pretty much get away with anything. I mean, that's that's an observation. But again, the, the group were kind of questioning, well, why why would you even think that? Why would you even be thinking, oh, great, I could get away with anything here. So it's a bit of a tricky one. What did you think? Yeah, I think it, it was a tricky one because I genuinely think Luke really, really likes Jay. And I think she really likes him. And this is when you allow outside noise to infiltrate your relationship, which it clearly has because everybody's had a sound out. Everybody's been in Jay's ear talking about it. Luke wasn't there to sort of justify what he had said. In the main, what he said was wrong. There's no getting around that. You know, if he could rob a bank and get away with 10 million pound, everybody would do it. Well, you're talking about money there, not relationship in the first instant and, and emotions. Um, his point was he wanted Jay to be stronger and to be confident enough to not sort of keep saying yes all the time. Um, 
I think that came out in 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 the um truth uh, the the likes and dislike week. Um, but he just kept trying to push it through the group and almost wanted confirmation from the group that that is okay and it wasn't and yeah we, we saw a few people challenge him but there again again they went as soon as he left the dinner party that's when everybody started voicing their opinions I and mean, i really felt sorry for jay you know she she was in a relatively vulnerable position because it had upset her anyway but then to get everybody else jumping in and sort of confirming that and not not truly supporting her as friends they weren't trying to give her both sides of it and say, look, Luke wouldn't do that. I think he perhaps has said it in the wrong way. Um, and he was incredibly emotional afterwards, once, once because she, she's obviously stopped away for the night, came back the next day and he'd not slept. And he could clearly see that he had bags under his eyes and then he was crying. He generally cares for Jay, but maybe this is the wake up call he needs because I think he's said a couple of things of, of late, such as I'm not gonna move. I'm definitely not moving. It's very, this is it. You either come to me or that's it. So maybe it will lead him with a bit of help and a little bit of advice. Now, actually, he has to change that sort of straight approach and realise flexibility is what makes relationships work. It's not just Mario or the highway because that never works long term. Yes, it can work short term for a period of time, but over time, resentment creeps in. Um, along along with a lot of other negative feelings so it's important that I think the advisors the, the speaking with them tomorrow will, will be a strong conversation and we'll see what Luke comes back with how he defends himself when he's there to answer the group because he didn't have a voice and as much as I disagree with what he said you, you should always be allowed a voice at that point to actually come back and either explain what you meant or talk about what you meant and not sort of take snippets of a conversation because that's all we see at the end of the day. We see snippets. So maybe he's got more to add to that when, when he's on the couch. Yeah. I mean, for me as a woman, the things that were more worrying, so much more worrying than the comment that he threw out about, oh, well, I could get another person's number and she wouldn't care and would you rob a bank? Okay, that's just comments, quite, you know, silly banter whatever um what was more worrying was the extremes the following day you know the standing in the wet car park crying because she'd only taken a bit of space for one evening at this point yeah. and and she told him pretty calmly about what had happened it wasn't as though she was raging it wasn't as though she wanted to end everything even though she was really cross the night before to luke she was showing quite a soft side really you know, you've seen, a, I'm sure you've seen a woman raging. That was not yeah. one, was it? No, that so. wasn't that moment. And I think the other thing, it's exactly what, what Luke's been asking for. And now he's got it. He doesn't like it. So yeah. be careful what you wish for as well. Yeah. So the tears in the car park and then the snippet we saw of the next episode where he's hammering on the door. Um, we presume yeah, it's yeah. Jordan because he wants to have yeah. a showdown. To me, that behaviour is much more alarming than making a comment that could be taken either way. Because we can discuss the comment. He can tell me exactly what he meant. I can say, fine, that's great. But, you know, it, it made the, the group judge us a little bit. So perhaps if we can, um, let's think about what we're saying in a public arena. But, yeah, the, the tears, the hammering on the door... Of either gender, if you have a partner that responds to scenarios in that extreme way, it can become a very difficult relationship. And we, 
it appeared that Jay was kind of tagging behind. Jay is a peacemaker. She's always a peacemaker within the group, but does she want a lifetime of being a peacemaker to somebody that gets so emotionally out of control over things that really, it doesn't matter. If he feels secure in his relationship with Jay, he's apologized to her. He's explained what he means. What does it matter? No, I agree. In and that- I think, let's be honest, Luke's had a fair few opinions of other people's relationships and been happy to voice them as and when he feels it, it's right. So, yeah. you know, you can't you can't always be the person speaking. Sometimes you've got to be the person listening as well. Um, but I think it, his natural defence is not to accept responsibility for what is said, more to defend what is said and attack the people who's, if you like, um, sold him out. Um, exactly. Which, you yeah. know, if, if you're going to say something, at least you know, be a person who can stand by what you say and either learn from it or be steadfast in it, but but don't pass it to somebody else as it being their fault because that 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 that's just deflection and you know you can't trust deflection. No, no, it's it's a very weak way of dealing with things. If somebody says something to me within a relationship that I don't understand or I don't like, I will ask straight away, you know, what what do you mean by that? You know, I'm uncomfortable with that. I I really don't like that maybe to the point of being quite annoying <laughs> because I'm yeah. I'm always picking up on things. What exactly did you want? No, I'm not sure I like that. But, you know, it clears these things out very quickly. And I think Jay would have been quite happy for them to have talked it through together. She didn't yeah. enjoy the group rounding on her as she felt. But as you yeah. say, I think that was also a lot to do with her already feeling a little bit upset about a few things that had happened. And her own worry perhaps that this isn't quite the fairy tale that she imagined but we know that there's never a fairy tale you know there's always going to be challenges and things to work out together but with Luke behaving the way he is I think it's going to be difficult for her to navigate those kind of conversations and little changes that might need to happen. Yeah I agree I think I think I think the bottom line is it's important to have disagreements. It's important to have things where you perhaps will pull pull a partner up at times and challenge them because that's personal growth. Um, and that's important for everybody. You know, be, if you want to be with somebody, we know at times there's bits of compromise and that's important. You know, that that's that's what makes things blossom. But if you're always right and you don't want to listen and it's your, your voice or your opinion and certainly going on banging on Jordan's door, I'll be honest with you, I don't fancy his chances against Jordan if he gets a little bit carried away. Um, It's not, it's neither adult, you know, it's not, it's not a positive thing for their relationship. I think it will make Erica and Jordan stronger because I think they'll join voices and stand very strong on their opinions. Um, But I do think at the minute Jordan's been targeted out as an easy pickings um, from the group and, Maybe that'll get addressed um, on the couch as well, because I think he's getting a bit of unfair heat at at the minute. Yeah, I wonder if he is much less, uh, whether he's much younger than the other guys, because the other guys definitely aren't really treating him with very much respect in the pecking order. I wonder if it would be different if he'd been there from the beginning, if he was a bit older, but he's definitely not really being heard by them. I think the thing is, it's probably not even by, I think it's probably not buying into the boys. This is the boys and that's the girls. His focus is on Erica, which is where it needs to be. Mm. Um, so he isn't getting dragged along with all these other discussions, but he will call people people's behaviour out. And at the minute, Luke's behaviour is poor. It doesn't make him a poor person or a, or a poor human being. It, it's just 
certain things he's saying are poor. And, you know, if Luke wants it to progress with Jay, then it's got to sort of accept that and think, actually, you know what? And this would have been the best thing to say. I could have I could have done things differently. I could have said it differently. I didn't mean it to come across that way. You know that you are important to me and we have got this fantastic relationship, but it's just hit defence. So none of that's been said. And now he just wants to go and uh, break down break down the door of Jordan, which um, I don't think will end well. Um, we'll see what happens. But So we also had Laura and Arthur, Laura feeling yeah. as though she was under attack as well, which is the second time she's felt under attack. I felt that there was some credibility to what people were saying. We've already said it's going to be difficult for her not to be in this kind of principal parent role just because there is such a disparity in their levels of confidence street wise worldly wisdom I don't know what you want to call it but she's just so much more confident as a person and he seems very much well he's admitted he's lied much of his life little white lies here there everywhere to try and make himself look better than he feels he is so he does already have this kind of slight inferiority complex Whereas Laura's very strong. Um, he seems to be defending her, saying it doesn't matter. I don't think she's trying to be a bad partner, but there is something a bit off between them, but they certainly did not want to hear that, did they? No, and I think there again, I think it was opinions that weren't helpful to the relationship. And yeah, it was mentioned, but Laura addressed it. I think she must have addressed it individually and then asked again. So she addressed it again. And then at the dinner table, it got to the point where she was that exasperated with it that she felt she had to stand up and tell everybody this is where it's at. And, you know, it's dead easy to judge other people's relationships. And I, again, I do think at times it's deflecting. If you feel you've got a wobble, let's put the heat somewhere else to avoid it being on us. And I do think they get on well. I think there was, there was periods where Laura has um, challenged Arthur and, you know, maybe perhaps there, there was that sort of teacher-student relationship for a period. I think they've perhaps come through that a little bit now um, and they've moved to another stage. And of course, again, we don't see what goes on behind closed doors, but if Arthur's, if Arthur's happy with it, and Arthur's openly said, I asked Laura to do this, because at times he's not really articulate and he can get things, mm -hmm. things muddled. There's nothing wrong with that. And if, if he's happy for Laura and that's a conversation they've had that it's okay, then again, it's okay. But I think Laura, Laura, I think will step back from that role a little bit and it might sort of sink in a little bit and it might change a little bit. But I think Arthur, I was really, I mean, I love Arthur anyway. He's such a lovely bloke and he's just wanting to protect her and make sure she's okay, which is exactly what Laura wanted and exactly what she's never had. So their strengths and weaknesses, which is every relationship, they complement each other. Um, and I do think Arthur is, he might not be um, the most well-spoken at times. He might not have a certain amount of education, which is talked about. Um, but he understands Laura and he understands emotions and he's comfortable with it. And I think that, that it will bring them stronger together. And I do think that, yeah, there'll be a conversation about teach people, but certainly... When we think back to the other couple who left who had teacher student issues and they were big issues this isn't of the same ilk it, it, it it's just 
guiding and developing each other and growing together and allowing Arthur to be Arthur, which Arthur's, Arthur said, this is what I want and I am feeling more comfortable and I don't feel like I need to lie, probably because he's never felt worthy enough of somebody like Laura, whereas Laura's allowing him to feel worthy enough by keep telling him, look, you don't need to lie, you don't need to say this because you're a fantastic human being in, in the person you are. Is that teaching somebody or is that allowing them to grow? We'll see what we'll see what transpires over the next few weeks. But for me, I think I think they'll come stronger from this. Yeah. And I really like I really do like Arthur. See, I really like Laura. And um, Laura as well. I do well, like Laura. I think she's I a strong dislike, independent yeah. woman. And she's done everything herself. She's she's not been as, as she's been accused of being given money or a gold digger at times. She's created everything she's got. But sometimes you can have people of the same sex or opposite sex who will be jealous maybe feel a little bit in somebody's shadow when you've got somebody so confident she knows her direction and there's nothing wrong with that but it can unnerve people who perhaps don't know their own direction and their own worth so yeah I, I, I do really like them I do really like both of those yeah I don't dislike um Arthur I quite like Arthur I'd like to see a little bit more of Arthur you know who he is when he's relaxed and um see his confidence grow but I really like Laura and I like the fact that she manages to carry herself in a very clear and strong way even when she's feeling under attack so let's see what happens for them I'm not yeah. sure ultimately whether well how do I want to word this I'm not sure Arthur ultimately will be strong enough for her in different ways but let's see let's see because yeah. he may grow in um, confidence and and he, like you say, he is giving her all the things that she wants, that she's, he's taking care of her. And those things are equally as important as being on the same kind of intellectual and um, self-esteem type levels. But yeah. when there is a real disparity there, it can, in time, become a little bit tricky. So let, yeah, let's yeah, see. Sure, sure. But we'll see how it goes. So what I like about Laura is the fact yeah, I like the fact that Laura called everybody out individually as well. Mm. All, all the boys, she sat down with each of them and challenged each, each of them individually. And you could see them squirming. And actually, yeah. that, that was very powerful. Because as opposed to, she did obviously speak to address the whole group. But to do it individually first meant she isolated them as people. And that meant that they, it was just them and their views. They couldn't, really, I think, um, I can't remember who it was who said, well, everybody was saying, she goes, don't talk to me about everybody. I want to talk about what you feel and what you've said. And that's really strong because all of a sudden strip back the group and it's just one person. They all felt exposed then and actually uncomfortable, which they should have, because if they had that opinion, they should have actually spoken to Laura um, directly or Laura and Arthur together, not, not put it out there to the universe and then discuss it as a whole group. So I think Laura handled it, I agree, incredibly well with dignity and justification as well. Yeah. So just quickly, because we've got to wrap up, but Ros and Thomas still going strong. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, they, they come, they've come from the dark side and they just mm -hmm. keep growing and growing and growing. Um, and, you know, yeah, I, I'm, I, I've got high hopes for those now. I think they will, they'll, they'll, they'll keep go, moving forward. And of course, intimacy has grown in lots of different ways now for them. But, you know, that, that, that's good. They've had real conversations, not took offence to it and, and grown together. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, they're doing well, though. They just seem so quietly settled and 
happy and calm right now, don't they? It's very, it's it's really nice to see because we're seeing all of the other couples on a little bit of a roller coaster from one week to the next, but they they really seem to be onto something. So very hopeful for them. They've done the hard yards, haven't they? Early mm -hmm. on, they've done the hard yards and now they're enjoying it. So yeah, yeah, pleased for them. Okay, so who knows what will have happened by this time next week. If you had to just quickly say which couple you think are going to be strongest next week and which couple are going to be struggling next week, who would you say? I still think um, Mark and Sean will come strong. Um, I do think Erica and uh, Jordan will be strong. And the other new couple, which I've just suddenly forgot their names, um, I think they're going down a good trajectory as well. But I do mm. think the original pairings, I think they're all in a little bit of jeopardy at the minute. Um, well, most of them are. Um, but we'll wait and see. The, the weakest, I think, could very well be um, Luke and Jay. I think that they could be have some very tough times ahead. That's true. And that's just that's such a, a turnaround, isn't it? From yeah, our original yeah, beliefs about how this was going to go. Yeah, shows you what I know. <laughs> well, it, do you know what? It shows you that peaking too fast is never a good thing. No, exactly. It's slow and steady always wins the race. Yeah, you've got to put that work in. And, and that is what relationships are about. I truly believe you don't know whether it's going to last with someone until you've been through at least a few really stressful situations together. Not that no, I'm wishing agree. that on anybody, but you just don't. <laughs> until you see somebody <laughs> under real stress or you really, you really need them to kind yeah. of stand up and, and i think what it does is when yeah when love outweighs the issue that's when you know you're on the right trajectory and until you've got an issue you won't ever know that so challenges are important because they either bring you straight closer or they, they they blow it apart um but you need those moments to to test it um so we'll wait and see maybe there's a way back for luke and jay but i'm not quite sure no, I mean, my feeling is when you get those moments and you're tested, you do not want your partner bursting into tears, hammering on someone else's door and potentially trying to uh, get physical okay. with them. You want them to be okay. able to stand tall and calm and firm for you in an ideal yeah. world. So let's see. But I'm looking forward to talking to you next week. Yeah, you too. Um, yeah. Have a great weekend and I will yeah, see you, you very soon. Bye -bye. Yeah, see you next week. Bye bye.